Welcome to New Hope's Sermon of the Week. We truly hope you're blessed as you listen to this week's message. Um, so I want to introduce our speaker this morning. Um, oh, the suspense is probably killing everyone. Um, ben and Crystal Valance are with us, and uh, this is really exciting. We've been, you know, talking about this secretly for a while. How can we have them come and speak, you know? Um, but just some cool uh, things here, just to, some of us know them already from being in the Rochester church community, some may not. Um, they are not new here to Rochester. Um, ben and Crystal are really seasoned leaders here in the Rochester community. Um, they served with Randy Clark for three months out of high school. That was Ben, I'm assuming, probably, right? Uh, graduates of the Vineyard Leadership Institute, graduates of Iris Ministries, Holy Given School in Mozambique. How long were you guys there for? Three, three months. Wow. That is cool. They're ordained with Global Awakening under Randy Clark's ministry. Served six months in Brazil with Project Amazon, building churches, doing children's ministry, praying for the sick. Worked for three years at Global Awakening after Brazil. And two of these three years, he taught the second-year students on the prophetic track, so the prophetic ministry, which is really cool. Uh, He also traveled with Jonathan Walton for two years and spoke with him on the road, right? One of our own here. Um, And they have been serving in a variety of pastor and leadership positions at New Covenant Fellowship for several years. And I learn new things about them all the time. Karen will say, oh, yeah, Crystal leads the whole, all the prophetic teams there. I'm like, oh, really? Okay. You know, like a lot of different areas of influence and, and leadership. Um, but uh, we just want to give them, let's give them a big welcome as Ben comes up to share with us. So, And he's got an apple. We like him already. <laughs> Well, good morning. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So, I just think it's pretty cool that uh, <clears throat> the youth are staying in today. Um, you know, I, I think sometimes that people don't try to, but they look down on the youth sometimes, thinking, oh, they're too young, or they can't do that, or can't do this. And um, I actually, at 13, was my first uh, ever missions trip. And at 13, I also started leading um, a home group at Edgewood Free Methodist Church. Um, so I want to say to all the youth that you're never too young, and people looking down on you is not a true statement whatsoever. Um, I, the first mission trip for me just completely captured my heart just for serving God and just being out there and seeing the missions and just being there and doing it, right? I was 13, I was hyper, they were hiking up mountains and gave me all the Bibles in my pack and... Didn't even know it, right? Yeah, I get to the top of the hill, I'm like, man, why is my pack so heavy? I open it up, and all the Bibles were going to weigh is in my pack, right? Um, tells you a little bit about myself. I, I, I'm just enthusiastic. I'm just outgoing and just love just life. Um, we, uh, serving with Jonathan, <laughs> we, had a, we had a nickname that they gave me was the squirrel, and uh, just because I, I, I don't maybe look on the outside, I'm a small guy, right? But I'm just, when it comes to the Lord and, and just preaching about Him and just ministering, I just am hyper and go for it and just, you're like, what just happened? Um, so I just want to encourage you guys today that um, it's going to be awesome. 
Um, the Holy Spirit's going to show up. He's already here. You guys are going to be leaving this place being like, what just happened? Seriously. Um, and even during worship, um, I love just giving out just words and, and uh, working with Randy Clark. He, he's just big on words of knowledge. And so I actually wrote some on my phone as we were worshiping. And uh, what, what I was always told is... Um, Someone approached Randy and said, hey, how come you don't explain about like, what a word of knowledge is before you just give them? Because if you did, you'd actually see more fruit when you actually give the word. And what a word of knowledge is, for those that don't know what it is, it's just God showing you something about someone that you shouldn't know in the natural. Right? So he's just putting that little, little information in your head so that it encourages the person and gives them faith to receive what God wants to do. And so, by, by hearing the word, you're already like, oh, sweet, God pointed me out. Now, sometimes I will say this, sometimes people that give words are dyslexic. I could say the right side of the body, and you're like, wow, I have the exact same thing on the left side. It can happen. Don't be like, well, it wasn't exactly me. Take it. Yeah. Um, also, words aren't just for one person. You'd be like, oh, that person stood up first, maybe it was for them. Well, no, that's not how it works. You see, God has his children here, and he wants you all to be touched and be healed, right? So when as I give these words, I want you to be encouraged that this is something that God is pointing out right now, saying, I want to touch this person, and I want to heal them. All right? Fair enough? The second part of this is, I want you to be honest. Um, that if it's words for you, I want you to be like, yeah, that's for me. Either raise your hand, stand up, whatever it is, so that not only does it give me like, okay, I was hearing right, but people in the audience can see like, okay, something's happening here. It raises their faith. So when the next word comes along, they're like, well, that person got it. And whoa. The second thing is when we pray, I want you to be honest with what's going on in your body. Test it out. See what's happening. Do you see something? Was there a pop that happened? Was there heat on your body that wasn't there before? Is the pain gone? Um, One of the biggest things I learned was never to ask, is it, is it healed? Because if it's not 100%, they're going to say no. And you're like, ah. You ask, what percentage better is it? Is it 10%, 50%, 80% better? Because more than not, they have a progression in their healing as you're praying for them. And it might be like, boom, we pray and you're 50% better. You're like, oh, it's a little looser. And okay. You pray again and you're like, oh, it's 80%. Well, that's awesome. Pray a third time, and boom, they're healed 100%. And they're jumping up and down. They're moving their back. They're amazed that they just got healed and touched by the Lord. And before you know it, people are freaking out, and then someone else gets healed next to them because just it's kind of like spread, yeah. you know? So I just want to encourage you before I give these words just for that. So let's just pray real fast as I give these. And when you hear them, be like, wow, that's awesome. That's, that is for me, or I know someone that has that problem, right? So Heavenly Father, we ask you to come right now in Jesus' name. Father, I ask that we give these words, Father God, that you touch the people in this room, Lord Jesus. I ask that you heal their backs, you heal their eyes, Lord Jesus. You just touch them, Father God, and may they come into an encounter with you today, Father. I speak to this pain just to go now in Jesus' name. And I just ask you to just come and just fill us up right now in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so the first one I got was the right hip, right on the, right on the side right here, the front. There is pain and stiffness there and actually shoots down into your leg. Who's that? Okay, we got one right there. Lower back on the right side. I felt pain here and it kind of shot off like a heat and also just 
a pain in this area right here. Who's that? Raise a hand over there. Someone got a lot of headaches, right? They, they have a problem with it. It's kind of like starts right here is where it starts with your headaches. And it's a problem. It, it happens a lot to you. You get a lot of headaches. I want to say headaches that have migraines, but it might be a migraine as well. Okay, gentlemen over here. Those are the three I got. So let's pray, and this is what I want you to do. If you can put your hand where the area is, just place your hand there as we're praying, and let's just pray with them, okay? So only Father, I speak right now, Father God, to that hip. I say whatever the problem is to be gone now in Jesus' name. I say stiffness to go, pain to leave in Jesus' name. And I pray right now, Lord Jesus, it is healed 100%, Father God. I pray for the lower back, the pain for there, for the stiffness in the back to be gone in Jesus' name. I pray just right now just to come and just chase away all that pain in Jesus' name. For those headaches, I speak for those headaches now in Jesus' name. I say headaches, be gone in Jesus' name. Right now, headaches, be gone. Okay, the second step is I want you to, if it's something you can test out, if you're like, well, you know what, I, I could do this or move this way, Try it out. Test something out there. If it's a headache that you're like, well, I just had one and it's gone, that's awesome. Um, if it's something you can't test out, this is what I ask. I ask that you find the leadership. If you go to this church and you talk to them, say, hey, after we prayed, like, I didn't feel it right then, but next day I felt it or whatever. I want you to, to talk about it, right? Did anyone feel any difference when we prayed? Nothing you can test out now. No? Silence? Crickets? All right. We'll just go with that. Um, but I do encourage you to see, to, to be aware of what happened, right? Yeah. If it's like, well, I didn't have a headache right now, so I can't really test it, then see like, well, I didn't have a headache the last three days, and usually I'll get them like every day. Well, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I had a lady in Brazil, actually, um, when we were missing there for six months, and we're about to leave, and I just got this word of knowledge, and I like, jumped off the truck, and everyone was like, oh, come on, really? Like, and I'm like, well, no, I, I, gotta, like, I have to give this word. I don't even speak Portuguese, and I'm like sitting here like, someone translate, like something, like, and so I grabbed one of the missionaries, and he translated for me, and it was one of the ladies there from the church, and she comes up, and I prayed for her, and it was for her back, and what was really cool was we prayed for her, the whole team was like confused, like what just happened, because we, like, they just never have done that before, and then we actually came back to the same church the following week, and the lady runs up to me, and she's almost in tears, and she's like, you don't understand, like, the pain has been gone all week. She goes, every time I would do laundry, see, see that's what she does for her, her living, is does laundry. So every time I would move laundry, my back would just hurt. I just couldn't do it. I have to sit down. And she said, it hasn't hurt all week. I mean, come on, that's awesome. That was like spur of the moment. God's saying something to you, and in that moment, you have a, a choice to be like, well, I'm going to just listen to it, or just get on the truck and leave. I didn't even speak the language. I heard it. I said, let's do this. And the person got healed. I think sometimes that just in our just, I don't know if it's Western culture or, or just, just us being us, that we think ministry is hard. We think, well, it's just this crazy thing, or I have to go overseas to do it, or oh, I just, it's just difficult, like I can't, uh, you know, it's really not that hard. And, and sometimes we, we see things that sound hard or that the enemy comes there and places those thoughts in your head, and it makes it hard because you keep on dwelling on, well, what if you're wrong, or if you're heard wrong, or if that person's not going to receive you, or, or all these things that come up. 
But all it takes is you to commune with Holy Spirit, to have a relationship with Him, spend time with Him. When He gives you those words, you just step out and do it. What if you're wrong? Maybe you, maybe you didn't hear right. Maybe you're still learning and you're like, well, that was really off. Or maybe it was for the person next to him or whatever the case would be. Does it really matter? Does it? It could mean that person coming face to face with the living God for the first time ever in their life. They could be saved. They could be set free in that moment from you stepping out and saying, well, I don't know why, but I had this dream like, about this person last night. It seems like it might be you and you had a problem with this and I saw this happen and this. And they're like, well, how did you know that? I had it happen. I had this crazy dream. I'm not, I'm not a dreamer. I, I love interpreting dreams. I love like, all this stuff of life, teaching on interpreting dreams. I, I don't really get that many dreams. I got this dream about a gentleman. It was like a word of knowledge dream. Happening only once so far. It's pretty cool. I'm sitting at work at Global Awakening. It was like deja vu. Like I'm watching the dream that I just had last night unfold like to the T. I'm like, this is incredible. Like it's the same kid that I saw in my dream. What? And so I said, this might sound really weird, but I had this dream last night about you. And you're like, you know, it sounds really weird, like creeper. Like, really? And I'm like, yeah, um, but I explained, I said, I saw you had these problems and you have trouble sleeping at night because the back problem is so bad that you actually can't sleep. And on top of that, I feel like you have this issue with coughing as well. And they're like, whoa. I was like, well, do you mind if I pray for you? So I prayed for him. He gets healed. He freaks out. He's not a Christian, unsaved. Freaks out that he just got healed. He's like, what in the world? Come to find out it was the receptionist daughter's boyfriend that just randomly showed up and I heard later that he was freaking out like all week long because his cough's gone, he has no more back problems, he's not a Christian, he's like, well, this God touched me that I don't believe in and he gave me a, a dream about me, like freaking out. It was probably the first time that he's ever experienced God being a living God. You, you don't understand when you, when you give the... All I have is Jesus loves you. That's all you get. That's all you give. You don't understand how just that little thing can impact someone's life so greatly, maybe into the point of becoming saved and following Christ. We were ministering one time in, uh, in PA, and we were just, I read this one book from, uh, oh, I always mess up the names, and maybe someone can correct me, but let's see if I have my notes here. Mm. I don't. Well, oh well. Um, <laughs> I was reading this one book, and it was all about Holy Spirit coming down. And I was getting amped. I'm reading this thing, and I'm waiting in the coffee shop for my spiritual mom to show up and for a friend to show up. And I'm just like reading this. I'm like, man, this is so cool. It's talking about being an atmosphere changer and all this stuff. And I was like, this is awesome. I was like, you should be the person that when you're saved, right, a son and daughter living God, you walk in the room and things happen. You walk into a place and just change the atmosphere. It feels yucky and uh, change it. Yeah. And so I'm reading this. I'm like, this is so awesome. This is like amazing. Like, I want to do this. Like, yeah, that's awesome. And so then my, my spiritual mom shows up. My friend shows up. We're sitting at a table. We're just having coffee, sharing testimonies, hearing about God. And, you know, that's all we're doing it was awesome. We're laughing. It was just a great time. And the whole time we're sitting there sharing, there's this lady next to us that kind of like is giving that like look and take two and 
You ever had that happen before? Right? And you're sitting here like, what is going on? Like, she's looking at us like awfully a lot the whole time. And we're kind of like, whatever, we're still talking to each other and still sharing testimonies. And we get up to leave. And this lady runs over and she slaps her hand on my wrist. And I'm like, whoa. And she goes, oh, no, no, you can't leave here not giving me that witchcraft. And I was like, excuse me? She goes, you can't leave here not giving me that witchcraft. I go, um, it's not witchcraft? Like, I was like really perplexed. And I go, it's, and they're like, well, what is it? I said, it's Jesus. I was like, she's like, huh? I was like, do you still want it? <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. So I was like, well, can we pray for you? She's kind of, again, like, okay. So I said, well, we're just going to pray a simple prayer. I said, it's up to you. You know, I was like, you can have your eyes open, closed, whatever you want to do. I said, do you mind if I just put my hand on your shoulder? She's like, sure. So I just prayed a simple prayer. I said, Holy Spirit, come. She had no clue what she was asking for. <laughs> Guys, I lo- this is like one of my favorite stories. Holy Spirit, come. That's it. We get done, we, we hug her, we leave. We're walking out, we're like, that was so cool. Like, oh my gosh, like, I was just reading this in the book about atmosphere changers, and we're just sitting here, and like, we changed the atmosphere. She tasted something that was good. And wanted it. She didn't even know it was Holy Spirit. She didn't know it was Jesus. She didn't know. She thought it was witchcraft. But it tasted good and different than what she was used to and wanted it. We're sitting in the car and I'm like, I'm flipping out. I'm like, this is so awesome. And all of a sudden the door of the coffee shop flings open. I kid you not, it looked like in Acts when they're talking about these men are not drunk on wine she walks out. I can't even do as good. The smile on her face. She's just like. <laughs> I mean, I kid you not. I looked at my spiritual mother. I said, do I need to get her keys from her? She doesn't look safe to drive. She was gone. She didn't even know where she was. She, I mean, totally. And we're sitting here watching her. I'm like, she's going to hit by a car. Like, she's She's on cloud nine, guys. She came face to face with the living God. In his presence, in a moment, your whole life can be turned upside down. In a moment. Do you understand what you carry? Sometimes we, we look at just... We, ah. If we fully grasp what we carry inside of us with Holy Spirit, being His sons and daughters, would not things look different? We look at the enemy, we're like, oh, he's so strong, and he beats things up, and, oh, and all this mess, and, and all this stuff. 
Greater is he. Greater is he than who is in the world. <laughs> we, were in, we were in Africa, and um, we're out in the bush, and it was just, it was amazing. I mean, I'm an, I'm an adventurous person, but there's like difference between bush, bush, and bush, 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 and I mean, there's all these names, right? Bush is, you're driving through Africa on dirt roads, and they're not very good dirt roads, but they're dirt roads. Bush, bush is you're driving through goat pass, you know, roads are gone. Bush, bush, bush is the goat pass gone, and you're literally driving through bushes. Literally. I don't understand how the pastors know where their village is because you're in the middle of the night, it's pitch black, and you're driving through bushes, and they're like, turn left at this bush, and you're like, are you kidding me? Like, does it look any different than the other bushes that we just ran over? And maybe that's why when they said, oh yeah, it's only a couple hours, it always took like eight, nine hours because they didn't know where they're going. Well, we passed the rock that I always look at. I mean, it was, it was nuts. But you get to these villages out in the middle of nowhere in, in, in Africa. And Iris Ministries did a great job just sowing and pouring into and just really making the fields just wait for harvest. And so us going there, it was just so cool because you got to be partakers in what someone already has sown into for their life, right? And you get there and there's still a battle going on, right? You show up and you just feel this like atmosphere and you're like, whoa, this is wild. And out of the three teams that went, we were the only team that came back just smiling and singing worship songs and happy. And I don't understand fully what happened with other two teams, but I know for our team, when we'd show up, it was like, let's do this. And we would take control of the atmosphere, we'd pray, we'd do spiritual warfare, and just really just pray over what we were feeling, whether it was whatever demonic strongholds were over the area, or whatever it was, we are just like, you know what? I know who I am. you got to get out of here. And you show up and just start praying into what you're feeling and against it and just letting Holy Spirit be God and just show up and pray angels in the place and just all this stuff. And it was intense. I mean, you're sitting here just going after it and you're in the dirt and just in the middle of the night and you're like, I don't have a clue where I am. And you're just going for it until finally you felt a shift happen and you felt this lift. Like fresh air just comes in out of nowhere and it's just... And you could feel it. It's like, all right, it's time to minister. And so when you get there, how it works with just ministry with them is that you get there, you set up your tents, you set up this big old screen, you set up just worship music, you're blasting worship in Makandi, Maku, whatever tribal language you're, they're there with. And just, it's amazing. These kids have never seen white people, or if they have, they're scared of you, so they're running and jumping in ditches as you're driving past. But then when the worship comes on, they're like, what are these crazy Americans doing? They look nuts dancing in the dirt and falling down, and they're just crazy. So they're kind of like peeking around stuff. Until finally, these little kids are dancing with you. You're throwing them up, and they're just having a blast. Then you put on the Jesus film. Jesus story, healing the sick and all this stuff, dying on the cross. And you get up there, and you say, what you just saw, he's alive today and still doing the things that you saw him doing. They're like, really? And they're like, who's sick here? Come forward. And you had deaf, mute boys. You had blind eyes. You had, you name it, it was there. And you'd pray for them and just like they turn around and walk away. And you're like, well, what just happened? 
So the interpreter after him were like, oh, they're healed. What do you mean, oh, they're healed? They were blind and deaf since birth. Like, oh, they're healed? Right. What? It was just so, like, they just came expecting because they had nothing else. I mean, they were sitting out there. They had no doctors, nothing. So you said this guy was real. They believed it. And people were getting healed left and right. It was easy. It was, it was so crazy. Like, I don't even... You're like, see, well, I know that person got healed because they walked away. Like, it was nuts. We had witch doctors coming up and getting prayer for. One team I wish I was there on, I wasn't there. They prayed for this witch doctor. He came in the tent. He had cataracts in his eyes to the point where they're going blind, they're kind of milky. They pray for him. His eyes clear up. He could see, fine. And he goes, how do I serve this God you're talking about? They share the salvation message with him. They pray with him. He gets saved on the spot. And then this was totally Holy Spirit because it scares the daylights out of me. He goes, I don't want to offend this Jesus. Could I still use the herbs that kill people? That's a third world problem, I hope. Can I still use the herbs that kill people? Holy smokes, I'm glad the Holy Spirit told him to ask that. They, the, the people around, I could just imagine, they're like, no, you can't use those. Wow, did he give me some water or tea that I just drank a minute ago? Like, holy cow. They had witch doctors showing up to the tents. And saying, I see a power over your tent that is stronger than the power I have. What is it? Witch doctors. They sound all scary and crazy, but again, who's inside of us? There's a power over your tent that is stronger than the power I have. Guys, that's awesome. These guys are giving arms to people that kill people. And they're getting saved and healed and set free. Did God get him saved and heal him? No. He healed him, then he got saved. You see, sometimes it's like in the church, we think, well, we got to get him saved, then we can get him healed and cleaned up. That's not how God likes to work sometimes. He likes to heal him sometimes and show him that he's real and alive today. That's why when you go out to the street, it seems like sometimes it's, it's more intense in the streets and people getting healed and set free and delivered than it is inside the church sometimes. One, they're expecting it. They haven't been churchified. They're just sitting there like, I, I don't know, you say it's true. I taste something. I mean, you're different. Like, you're not swearing, and I, I, I feel this fragrance off you. And, I mean, what just happened? What's this heat? Like, my back doesn't hurt anymore. They freak out. In Brazil, we pray for this gentleman. Not saved. He knew we were, in, we were around. So he said, get them to come pray for me. So we're like, all right, cool. I jump off the boat. Again, I don't speak very much Portuguese. Jump off with one of the missionaries. We start running. Where is this guy? We get to him. We start praying and talking with him. And I'm, I'm understanding maybe 70% of the conversation. He has a problem with his back. He said, well, will Jesus heal my back? Sure, let's pray. Pray for him. The Lord heals his back on the spot. This man was blown away. He stands up and we're like, test out. He's like, I mean, he's like, I can't even touch my toes barely. I mean, I'm not very flexible, but he's like touching his toes. He's all like, like doing all this crazy stuff. And he's like, oh, it's amazing. He sits down and he goes, can you heal my lungs? Sure, what's wrong with your lungs? 
oh, I've had these problems, I can't breathe deep, and all this stuff, and sure, let's pray. So we pray for him. He's sitting there going, I'm like, is it better? I could never do this before. I would always cough. Next thing out of his mouth is, how do I serve this God? Guys, it was easy. For one, he came looking for us because he heard we were in the area, heard what was going on, and he called for us, not Christian. We go there, he gets healed, boom. How do I serve this God that you're saying is living and just touched me and healed me that loves me apparently? Well, let me show you. Boom. Get saved. As soon as he gets saved, the river pastor shows up that we were looking for in the first place. That's why we were there. Gets him locked into a church. Guys, it was like the easiest time of ministry ever. I was like, this is just normal. This is what, how it should be. It was awesome. But you see, it doesn't just happen overseas. It happens here in the church. It happens on the streets. It happens wherever you're at. You see, you're the ones that go and carry it. You're the ones that, where's Holy Spirit? We have the privilege that he's living inside of us today. In the Old Testament, he rested on people. Do you see the difference? He's inside of you. Do you know what you carry? Right here. Guys, I love praying for the sick. I love it. I, I, I like deliverance when they're clean, like at the end, right? Like, this is kind of messy. I, li- I like when they're free. That's awesome. I love showing up and just messing people up, and they're like, what? Holy Spirit likes coming and messing people up. Today, he's going to mess some people up. Are you guys excited? I'm like amped right now. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Do you guys want more? You know, in Africa, um, I had this amazing encounter with Jesus, and uh, I finally realized for the first time, you've, I've been to many meetings, many VO, VOAs, many just different conferences, and I was always like, why is that person on the ground rolling around like, holy, 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 like, I'm just like, ah, oh, what are they doing? Like, I don't understand this. Like, this is crazy. Well, in, <laughs> in Africa, I finally understood you see, during worship, it was just an intense time of just worship and Holy Spirit showing up. And I fell down, I was in the dirt, and just you're just you think you're tan, but it's just dirt all over you and whatever. I mean, you're just rolling around. And, and as I'm sitting there just in the dirt before God, I got this amazing encounter. Jesus showed up to me and just started talking to me. And it was like the coolest thing. And I have my buddy there, and he's like, having a good time, huh, man? I'm like, yeah. And I start trying to tell him what is happening, what Jesus is doing, and what this encounter is all about. And I open my mouth and I say, holy. And I was like, that's not what I said. I was like, holy. 
And now I'm getting angry at this point. I'm like, this is not what I'm saying. Like, body work. Like, ugh. I'm like, holy. And he looks at me, he smiles, and he's having a good time, huh? I couldn't say anything but holy in the moment that I was face to face with Jesus. You see, sometimes he shows you things just for you. Just for you. And he wants to just stop all the distractions, all that stuff, and this is just between you and the living God. And in those times you think the people are crazy and rolling around and holy and, and whatever, more than not, they're probably coming face to face with the living God. And he's just trying to lock their lips because it's between them. So I want to do. I want you all to stand. Now, this is my first time here, so I'm not sure where you're all at, but I'm going to explain a little bit first before we pray. But when Holy Spirit shows up, there's different things, different things that can happen, different things you can feel. Sometimes you might feel a heat in your body you've never felt before. There might be a weightiness you feel, maybe electricity you feel. There's all kinds of different feelings that you can feel when Holy Spirit shows up. Your eyes might start to flicker, all different kinds of stuff. You might be standing saying, well, I don't feel anything. Does it mean Holy Spirit's not there? No. But when Holy Spirit comes, he comes in waves. And so what's going to happen in a moment, I'm going to ask Holy Spirit to show up, to come, just to touch you guys. I want you just to wait and just listen and just focus on him. And when I see Holy Spirit start touching some of you, I'm going to start Start pointing some of you out and have you come forward. I'm going to pray for you up here. And that's not like, whoa, that person's special or what or anything like that. It just means that Holy Spirit's touching that person in that moment for some reason, right? I asked one, one time I heard someone say about Bill Johnson. They asked, Bill, how do you, how do you like get this wave? How do you follow this wave? Like, what do you do? And he said, well, I just pray. And I asked Holy Spirit to show up and I just see who Holy Spirit's touching. And those are the people I start to pray for first. And then what happens is it starts to build and it becomes like this just giant wave. All right? So let's just, let's just close our eyes right now. If you want to raise your hands, you want to sit, whatever you want to do, just focus on Holy Spirit right now. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come right now, Father God. Just come into this place, Father. I ask you to just touch your people, Lord Jesus. I ask that you just come and just overwhelm them with your presence, Father. Lord, I ask that they just come into a place right now, Father God, that they just feel your love, your peace, your joy, Father, that the burdens they have on them just fall off right now in Jesus' name. Any weightiness just leaves the room. Father, if they need physical healing, I ask that you touch them right now in Jesus' name and you heal them, Father. Just come. Come into this place, Father.
really hope you enjoyed this week's message. Please join us again sometime and be sure to check out our exciting resources at newhopecom.org.